Hello, and welcome to Pastors Are People Too, the podcast where our host, pastor, teacher, author, Taryn Gaddis, tries his best to share with the people about the reality of a pastor's life, giving you a sneak peek inside the pastor's study, but also a sneak peek into the pastor's heart. Oftentimes, we, as members of the body of Christ, members of various congregations, look at our pastors as baby Jesuses. We look at them as though, because of their calling, they're not supposed to make any mistakes. But then that would mean that, again, they would be a version of Jesus, and they are not. Pastors are people, too. Pastors require the same forgiveness, grace, mercy, and love that each of you do. So, on today's episode, we want to talk to you about the humanity of the pastor. God used pastors in a unique way. And you pastors in a unique way to exalt the Savior, to edify the saints, to evangelize the lost. But sometimes we allow that fact, the fact that God uses pastors to make us think that sometimes as pastors we are more than we really are. Who are we as pastors? Pastors are under shepherds who serve the chief shepherd. Uh, Pastors are under shepherds who serve the great shepherd. Pastors are under shepherds who serve the chief shepherd, but at the same time are sheep themselves. Has your curiosity been piqued? Have you been guilty of looking at your pastor as superhuman? Or a super saint. Lean in and listen closely as our host just gives you something to think about when it comes to your pastor. And just remember as you're listening, listen with spiritual ears. With spiritual ears, you'll be able to hear the heart of the pastor. Hello guys and welcome to Pastors Are People Too. I'm your host, pastor, teacher, author, Taryn Gaddis. The podcast series where we talk about the God-ordained partnership, stewardship, and fellowship between pastor and people, pew and pulpit, uh, congregation and clergy, and membership and, and minister. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about pastors are human beings pastors are human and this may seem to be an unnecessary statement of the obvious but it's not it's something that needs to be remembered by both people in the pew and people in the pulpit pastors are are human they're not super saints preaching machines, holy angels, or hired hands of God. This is something that those that sit in the pew of God's church seem to forget. 
And if that's not sad enough, there are those who stand in the pulpit that seemingly have forgotten the fact as well. Why? Because I believe that pool, that pulpit ministry can breed hypocrisy if we're not careful. Pastors and, and teachers are gifts of our ascended Lord to his church. And I've said that over and again and, and we'll say this throughout our time together in each, uh, each episode because um, we need to understand that they are a gift uh, from to the church and both pastor and people and people and pastor have responsibility to each other and that while they are a gift from the ascended Lord and Savior to the church uh, pastors should be greatly loved and highly esteemed because of of their work uh, God used pastors in a unique way and he used pastors in a unique way to exalt the Savior, to edify the saints, to evangelize the lost. But sometimes we allow that fact, the fact that God uses pastors to make us think that sometimes as pastors we are more than we really are. Who are we as pastors? Pastors are under shepherds who serve the chief separate. Uh, pastors are under shepherds who serve the great shepherd. Pastors are under shepherds who serve the chief shepherd, but at the same time are sheep themselves. The Bible makes it clear that the greatest leaders of God's people are godly men and also men with all frailties of all other human beings, just like you and I. These are people who God uses. Pastors are people that God uses. But yet, we need to understand that there are people who God uses, however, they still come with the same frailties as every other human being has had since Adam and Eve. Highlighting the, this great thought that we will be wrestling with today, James wrote about the prophet uh, Elijah. And as he writes about that great prophet Elijah's faith, James wrote these words, Elijah was a human being even as we are. So I thought it'd be good to remind all of us, pastors, people, pew, pulpit, congregation and clergy, minister and membership that pastors are human pastors are hit with weeks that are full of hardship heartbreak and heartache pastors are pushed into days that are full of problems and pains and and pressures pastors are have to deal with motives that are misunderstood 
just like yours. Pastors, spirits are quenched just like yours. Pastors' ambitions are criticized just like yours. Pastors deal with their feelings being hurt just like yours. Pastors deal with their plans being frustrated just like yours. And pastors sometimes find their hands tied just like yours. Uh, pastors are loving at times and truth of the matter is they're mean at times just like you are. And if you faithfully attend corporate worship, there are times when you show up and you don't feel like being there. And guess what? There are times when your pastor shows up and the truth of the matter is they don't feel like being there either. There are times when your pastor's blessed Mondays will turn into a blue Monday just like your, like you will. And there's times when their terrific Tuesday will turn into a terrible Tuesday and their wonderful Wednesdays will turn into a wretched Wednesday and their tremendous Thursday will turn into a tormenting Thursday where their fabulous Fridays will turn into a frustrating Friday and their sensational Saturdays will turn into suffering Saturdays and their sanctified Sundays will turn into sickening Sundays. Guess what? The same as in your life. And, and there are some times when pastors don't feel like showing up. Even though they're the ones who are supposed to deliver the message. Why? Because they are. They're human. Pastors face challenges with their faith and finances and forgiveness and families and marriage and obedience and and health and, and mate and their, and their spouses and children and even their self-images just like everyone else. Pastors face many different types of pressures. The demands that are placed upon the pastor in this modern, high-tech, uh, popular culture, it's tremendous. It seems as if the pastor is expected to be an expert in almost everything over the last three years in the middle of in the midst of this pandemic pastors have had to, to had to learn and had to pivot and had and and had to, to to change their entire mindset because that was the job description of the day and pastors have found themselves strained and drained and being pulled in every single different direction. And it's amazing that pastors are even able to accomplish their God-given call because many are held to a higher expectation. And the expectation of the per personality and the person in the pulpit runs so high. And many would be shocked to face the realization that pastors are human. It seems that, that, that the pastor is expected to be an expert in just about everything from traditional 
pastoral areas such as Bible interpretation, exposition, worship, uh, praying, uh, uh, praying the word, and in an expert in ancient culture and social dynamics and council culture, and uh, and on top of that, they must be. Uh, uh, specialized in Greek and Hebrew and world religion and apologetics and and uh, counterculture uh, methodology and, and all of those things but today's pastor is often compared to um, sadly to media in the media as those pastors who pastor mega memberships with multi-million dollar budgets whose messages are edited and transposed into concise sound bites and video bites with wit and wisdom and perfection. However, truth of the matter is that pastors are human. And many things what we see on social media is just that. We are seeing an edited version of the truth. Therefore, the pastor is expected by those who sit in the pew to, to be a part of the top level of preachers and pastors and the greatest communicators in, in our world today. There are to be great evangelism and counselors and psychologists and, 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 and marriage counselors and they are to answer all the questions and they are to fix all the failing marriages and and fix all of the parenting mishaps. Save all the children, baptize all the babies, married all the children. Uh, but pastors, like all other Christians, they're just like you are. They are human. They fail, they falter. And they fumble. And isn't it strange that it is always sad and tragic when a pastor falls into serious sin? In my experience, it's it's rare, and, and I again repeat, it is rare, rarely the case that a pastor who is called of God would set out to sin. Again, let me share that again. It is my experience. It is this pastor's experience that it is rarely the case that a that the pastor who serves God and who has committed their life to God set out to sin. Rather, I believe that it is a sequence or a culmination of circumstances in which they find themselves where they are. Why? Because they're, they're human. And if you allow me to use a Bible uh, reference, let's, let's look at that great king, King David. For many years, David had been a man of war and a great warrior and fighter against the enemy. You remember 
the, the, the women began to shout that Saul had killed his thousand, but David has killed his ten thousand. Here is a man who was a man of war fighting against the enemies of God and Israel. And when the time had come to, in this particular time, when the time had come to go to war again, he was weary and he stayed home to, and he succumbed, he, he succumbs to immorality. This has devastating consequences for him and his family and for Uriah. He didn't sit down in cold blood to plan committing adultery with the wife of one of his bravest and the most honorable soldiers. He did not set out to just arrange for him to be killed in battle. He, David, being human, being God's king, he failed in the temptation. We tend to judge him, don't we? We tend to judge him harshly rather than seeing him as a human being who could be ensnared into temptation. Guess what? Just like every one of us. That he finds himself committing the, the, the darkest sin just like us. And yet, the Bible is clear that David was a man after God's own heart. But yet he was vulnerable to temptation and the devil's scheme. And when he was convicted of his sin through the prophet Nathan, he experienced forgiveness and restoration. Amazingly, amazingly, David and Bathsheba's first son was Solomon, who became king and was in the messianic line, which lets us know that God really is a God of a second, no, another chance. I am realizing that one of the most painful experiences any person of leadership can go through as pastors and leaders is when they realize that he or she is separated from others. Of course, I'm not talking about when people in authority abuse their power and purposely try to put themselves before others. I'm what I'm referring to is the kind of experience that pastors may feel when they realize that the people are slow, sometimes too slow, to show them grace because they have been placed on a unwanted pedestal. Pastors. are fellow believers and sinners just like us. Please, let me give my disclaimer as I've done in the previous episodes and I will throughout this entire podcast series. I'm not making any excuse, nor am I trying to brush away that there are pastors who fall in the sin. There are pastors who practice sin. Uh, 
But at the end of the day, pastors are fellow believers and sinners just like us. They're prone to wander. I've shared with you over and over again that that pastors, while they are called to be shepherds, they are sheep, which means that they are prone to wander. They're prone to getting in traps. They're prone to wander, uh, to, to, to becoming tired. They're, 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 they're prone to become sick and dehydrated. They're prone to do and deal with things that all of us deal with. Pastors have to fight to believe the truth of God's promises just like you. Pastors are called to be shepherds, as I said, but they're sheep just like you. Pastors carry a, a heavy burden. I've been preaching in the preaching ministry for 39 years. If the Lord allows me may of 2023 I will have been in ministry for 40 years preaching ministry for 40 years and I don't have to tell you that I've been around many many of many pastors and I realized that pastors do much more than meetings and sermon preparation or play around the golf here and there pastors are under tremendous burden and heavy Burdens. They are to administrate burdens and iron out details for hundreds of congregants. They are to be. They are to to help the spiritual burdens that people deal with and help balance the handling of God's word and and desire to be biblical and relevant and raw all at the same time when they deliver messages. There is. The emotional burdens of thinking and caring for the souls of those in their congregation. Often here in my own personal ministry when it comes to membership and 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 those who uh, seemingly want to uh, express that I'm, I'm not a burden to my pastor. And I often say whether you ever make a phone call to that pastor or not, if you are under the leadership of that pastor. If God has played, given you that pastor and given that pastor to you, you are always on the heart and the mind of that pastor. It is this kind of pastor's heart that when, when people who sit in the pews under this pastor need to start realizing the the hardship of pastoral ministry. This is what this episode, Pastors Are People, podcast is all about that we understand and realize the hardship of pastoral ministry and also the stewardship of humanity the humanity of our pastors they are taking and then taking the proper steps to to pray for them to to honor them to love them to appreciate them to cover them to protect them and to partner with them wow I don't know about you, but I have certainly been enlightened about the humanity of the pastor. Our host told us that pastors, just like us, may fall into and through serious sin. 
He also told us that pastors carry heavy burdens. And he wanted us to know that it is our job as people to pray for our pastors, honor our pastors, love our pastors, appreciate our pastors, cover our pastors, protect our pastors, and partner with our pastors. Because at the end of the day, while our pastors are called, they are human. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And our prayer is that you would subscribe and follow the Pastors Are People Too podcast. And as always, listen in for just a few closing remarks and prayer from our host, Pastor, Teacher, Author, Taryn Gaddis. The Apostle Paul shares this. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not us. I pray that I'll get a chance to really help you understand what what Paul is saying. But if you'll just simply listen to what Paul is sharing, I I believe through through the interpretation of the Holy Spirit as you pray to ask God what this means to to you and what it is that you must you need to get out of this listen to the words of Paul again but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show the surpassing power belongs to God and not us H.B. Charles Jr. admonishes members to to please stop treating preachers like sanctified celebrities. And then he admonishes pastors to stop acting like sanctified celebrities. He says, rather, pray for humility. Pray for openness. Pray for uh, diligence in your spiritual walk so that the work of the Lord does not could not but does not come before the Lord of the work one more time he says stop 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 members stop treating your pastors as sanctified celebrities and then he says to pastors stop acting like you are sanctified celebrities but rather pray for humility openness diligence in your spiritual walk so that the work of the Lord does not come before the Lord of the work. He further says, invite others to pray with and for you. Take a risk. Be yourself. Trust that God is faithful and then rejoice that God uses weak, sinful, limited human beings for his glory. I want to close with one last scripture and then we're going to pray. Hebrews 3 and 13. The English Standard Version, which is the version that I use in my teaching. Here at the church where I'm privileged to pastor. Says this. But exalt one another every day. As long as it is called today. That none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. The best thing 
that a congregation of members can do for their pastor is to view their pastor and leader in a healthy way. The worst thing that can they can do is to view their pastor as a spiritual robot who has no room for failure. And yes, again, we have biblical authority to keep our pastors accountable and pray for them. And every pastor needs a pastor. But let's not forget the biblical command to love our neighbors and show grace to those around us, especially to our pastors. Can we pray together? Father, we thank you today for these moments that we've had to just simply share your heart. Father, I pray now in the name of Jesus that you would open up the hearts of your listener and that the seed of your word will find ground that will welcome the seed. And that it would yield some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. Father, I pray for that one who struggles with the idea that their pastor is just human. I pray for that pastor who struggles with his own humanity. I pray now, Lord, that you will guide and direct each of them into the truth of your word. Father, that when you, gave, when you gave your darling son Jesus to die on the cross, he didn't just die for a few. But John writes that for God, that you love the world so that you gave your only begotten son, the entire world. And that all of us, after giving our lives over to you, will struggle and strain, sometimes stumble and fumble. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy that's able to allow us after we have confessed our sins to be washed, to be forgiven, to be made brand new. So, Father, allow us throughout the remaining time of this podcast of praying that pastors are people too. Help us to keep our eyes on you as we continue to learn that you've given pastors as a gift to the church. But then you've given the church the gift of a pastor. So I pray for the partnership and the stewardship and the power that is available to a church that lifts up their arms of the pastor and allow their pastor to serve, to love, and to lead them. We thank you so much and we love you. It's in Jesus' holy and precious name we pray people of God said together. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for, for sharing with us and
taking the moment to listen. And I, I pray that if this has been a blessing to you, that you will be able to share it with someone else that we might be able to continue to build up the kingdom of God together. God bless you. We'll see you next time.